Now on WCHL, a page from D.G. Martin's Notebook. Can some lessons learned in a successful effort to provide compensation for victims of state-sponsored sterilization help solve the problems HB2, that's the bathroom bill, is causing North Carolina? Well, in Rage to Redemption in the Sterilization Age, John Rayley, an editorial page editor at the Winston-Salem Journal, showed how a determined legislative leader can persuade colleagues to put aside opposition to legislation that would remove an ugly stain on North Carolina's reputation. Uh, here, here's how it went. During the last century, North Carolina had one of the nation's most aggressive eugenics program. It provided for the sterilization of people with diminished mental capacity or those who were determined for other reasons that they should not have children. Uh, Rayleigh writes, uh, that, quote, the program was a betrayal of the picture North Carolina was presenting to the world. He follows the efforts of sterilization victim Nile Cox Ramirez to secure compensation for herself and others for the wrong the state inflicted on her. Those efforts were floundering, even though Governor uh, Easley and Governor Beverly Perdue tried to persuade the Democratic-controlled General Assembly to act. However, when uh, U.S. Senator Tom Tillis was Speaker of a Republican-controlled House of Representatives, he used the substantial powers of the speakership to push through the funding that provided Ramirez and the other victims a small measure of long-deferred compensation. Without that high-level commitment from a leader at the top of the legislative food chain, North Carolina's reputation would still be carrying the burden of its failure to ameliorate the consequences of unfairly treating some of its citizens. Well, is there a legislative leader today who can follow Tillis's example and lead us out of the mess of HB2, the one that's uh, causing North Carolina a lot of problems? And could that leader find a way uh, to remove the HB2 barrier to companies that are that could or would bring new businesses and new jobs to our state? Well, I think Tillis's successor, House Speaker Tim Moore has the tools to do the job if he has the same kind of commitment that Tillis brought to the task. It it wouldn't be easy. While some Republicans in the House do favor repealing HB2, most do not. And as a general rule, uh, House Republican leadership requires a majority of the GOP members' support before they allow a bill to be considered by the entire House. So, assuming as many believe that a bill to repeal HB2 would pass if all members vote. Moore's task is simply to persuade the majority of Republican House members to allow the matter to come to the floor. As I said, it'd be a tough task. But a persuasive Moore would say to his Republican colleagues, I know you can't vote for the repeal. You don't have to. Just let us bring it to the floor. And if he were successful in the House, Moore would have to help the Senate leader, Phil Berger, pull off something similar in the Senate. And if Moore and Berger are willing to go forward and find a way to repeal HB2, they should get the same kind of praise that Tillis earned when he removed a stain on North Carolina's record. This is D.G. Martin.